Hello and welcome to Autism Society of Berks County, Inspiration and Impact. I'm your host, Carol Spencer. So we've been talking about autism and special needs in church. On a previous podcast, Pastor Zemer and I spoke about making the families of those with autism and special needs feel welcome and accepted while attending services. And there's another part of church to consider, which is Sunday school, where not only are you learning about your faith, but you're also developing the very social aspect of fellowship. Children with autism have major challenges with social interaction, but they're often the ones who are excluded from social settings, but they're the ones who have the greatest need for that social support and they're most likely to feel unwelcome at a religious service or an activity. But today we wanna talk about how inclusion is not just for public school, but it is an important part of Sunday school. And joining me today to talk about how her church has made inclusion work for their Sunday school program is Melissa Gom, the Kids Small Group Coordinator at Glad Tidings Church. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you for having me. All right, I'm so glad you're here. So before we start, I want to know, what is your connection with autism? Okay, so my connection is um, that I actually have a son who is on the spectrum. And so when the opportunity came around for us to hire someone for this role, it was something that I immediately felt a strong passion towards and something that I felt that was a need in a church setting. So it was an easy fit for me as well as seeing the empathy as well as the understanding from a parent's point of view. Perfect. It was. It was great. It was. It was so great. (laughs) All right. So tell me if you know, how did this inclusion program come about and evolve? Was there a push for it to make it more inclusive? So describe how that happened. Absolutely. Yes. We had um, some families that were attending that had multiple children with special needs um, through adoption. And so as they continued to progress through, we realized that there was an absolute need for us to find a place and to make sure that these kids felt that they were welcomed and that they felt that they were learning in their safest and best environment. And so we started to buddy them up. And that happened probably about... 13 years ago is when it began. So this is a long time. Oh, yes. We've had this for quite some... Yes. We've had it for quite some time, and it just continues to evolve and grow and all of that. As it should. Yes, exactly. All right. I'm very interested to hear all this work, how this works. So, you know, I years ago, my son is 18 now, also on the spectrum, and I remember he was little, and I took him to one Sunday school class, and I had to be there the whole time. I was Mm -hmm. like, nope, this... (laughs) No, none of this is working. So tell me, how does it all work. How do you make these classes inclusive and who is involved with doing that? Because I imagine you, you have a team of people. Absolutely. Oh, there's no way anyone could do this on their own. So absolutely. We have a team and we have various types of support that are in place. So some of our kiddos come and they are um, high functioning and incredibly able to be part of a classroom just in need of some redirection or Um, coaxing in the social aspect of Mm -hmm. things and how to fit in and how to blend and and how to feel most comfortable in that environment. So we have social um, people in there that will help them in those settings. So that's more of a classroom support. Then we have a team of one-on-one buddies, and those are for people and kiddos that might need a little bit more redirection or may need a little bit more for the safety of themselves or of others in in certain cases. Mm -hmm. So those have one-on-one buddies, and they go in the classroom with them, and they have the opportunity to be part of the classroom setting. So our our ultimate goal is always to get kiddos in the classroom setting. We do have a third support system, which is a sensory room. And we use that for kids that may need breaks. So some of our kids are in the normal setting, but then they will come out for a little bit to have a break, just a brain break, allow them to just decompress and that sort of thing. And then they go back into the classroom. Some of our kids stay in that sensory room 
and they have their own type of classroom setting and so they teach in a different level my son is in particular is in one of those we have several children that are nonverbal, and so for mm-hmm. their benefit it helps to be in that room and most of them love music so yeah. we do a lot with music in that room that is our typical setting so yeah that's yeah. I, that's amazing i love how you hit every single because mm-hmm. it's a spectrum it's a, i was gonna say it <laughs> it's is a, a spectrum, spectrum and so that you can still teach those lessons teach about the faith mm-hmm. teach about the fellowship no matter where you are on that spectrum is Absolutely. that's amazing and i'm so it's so wonderful that it's been going on for 13 years yes. and always growing yes. so how many children are you serving in the sunday school who either have autism or other special needs because i imagine there's a variety right we have a, a large variety of different types of special needs but we have approximately 30 kids right now that we see on a sunday morning um great. it ebbs, it's amazing it ebbs and flows as does everything with special needs oftentimes with a bad morning or something like that. But 30 is our typical. We see them quite often. Right. You know, um, there's studies that show that those who regularly attend a religious service show improved mental, emotional, Mm -hmm. physical health, a healthier self-esteem and overall well-being. So I'm wondering what kind of growth have you seen with these children? Um, and and what kind of feedback have you received from parents or maybe the, the students themselves? Absolutely. Yeah. We have one little girl. I was actually talking to her mom this morning, and she's nonverbal, and she is on the spectrum. And she, when she drives past the church, will point to it and want to come. Aww. And so mom and dad were having a hard time. They were struggling to get her up on a Sunday and struggling to get up themselves on a Sunday. It's a, it's a long process and a long week for them. And they said eventually they finally just said, she wants to be at church. Why are we holding her back? And right. she, so her acceptance there and her peace. And mom actually said to me, she goes, I think she realizes I need it as much as she needs it. Yeah. And so I think the overall well-being often comes just through the families where a parent has a chance to have a respite yeah. and have a moment of them for themselves. And so kids reap that benefit. And so I think we see that in a lot of ways as well. Yeah. And I would also think that um, for the kids who are in the Sunday school that are you know, considered typical or mm-hmm. neurotypical, that they have had a lot of growth and learn how to accept. Yes. And I'm sure, I'm willing to bet a lot of those kids are just like every other kid. They may not even notice Absolutely. some of those differences that are so obvious to us as parents. You couldn't be more correct. Actually, some of our best people that volunteer are youth. Mm-hmm. We really Believe tap it. into the youth because kids relate to them and they feel like it's a lot cooler to have a one-on-one buddy that's a senior in high school than have an old lady buddying with them <laughs> and so it makes it a lot more fun and and the kids love it we've had several um, kids from our church that have gone on to now pursue degrees wow. in special education as a result of it and we start as young as sixth grade that they can then buddy one-on-one with the okay. kiddo um, always with adults within the room but they often have that opportunity that they can then be partners with them and that sort of thing so it's amazing and we love when the youth get involved yeah and you know it's not it's striking me it's it's not you know here's your bible story here's this it's i mean it's lessons that go far beyond you have the fellowship in the church but you were creating that for the community at large and that's wonderful so it can work with a lot of dedication Mm -hmm. um volunteers involving everybody all levels so for other Sunday school directors, teachers out there, why is something like this worthwhile to do 
in your experience and opinion. Oh my goodness. It's just, I'm sure that anybody that's ever had that experience where you walk into a church and expect to be accepted and only to be then rejected or to feel not welcome is just completely disheartening because that is not what the goal or the aim of any religious or church organization would be. And so I think it's incredibly important because there are so many, and it is one of the top unchurched groups. Um, If you look at statistics, it is beyond what typical minorities of any type, and they're Mm -hmm. on the fringe. And so we really need to, they often feel isolated and that kind of thing. So it's incredibly important. There are so many, and you can start with just one family and it can grow and people do it. It's amazing how it can grow in the hearts of your church family. And like you said, other kids get involved and no one bats an eye when a kiddo is in the back yelling, my son is in the back running back and forth and yelling at worship time. And there's not one kid that turns around and thinks why, because they're just used to it. And they just know that that's who he is and that's how God made him. And I think that that is the best thing. And so we want families to know that that's how God made your kiddo. We love them and you love them. And so we're going to come alongside and partner with you. So I think that's the big part. Yeah. And that, that is just a, it's a true Mm-hmm. blessing and it would be so nice for this to be the norm and not the exception couldn't agree more yeah. absolutely yeah. well thank you yes Melissa thank you so much for joining me today sharing that story that very positive uplifting story and for you out there who may be involved in your church its activities or Sunday school programs I hope that you're inspired to make some positive changes so our kids with autism and special needs can feel welcome and accepted and their families too and to grow within your faith community so until next time this is autism society of berks county inspiration and impact for more information visit us at autism society of join our facebook page autism society of berks county members group and check us out on twitter at berks autism